When I was a little girl, I didn't know any grown-ups who were birders or even nature aficionados. I only knew of two grown-up jobs that involved nature. One was forest ranger, but my understanding when I was seven was that you had to be a man to be one of those. The other job was none. I went to a Catholic school, and the convent across the street from the school was on a large, beautiful lot, landscaped with flowers and trees. Most of the time when I walked past, I'd see a nun deep in prayer or contemplation, walking in a lovely grove of trees or sitting in the shade near a statue of St. Francis. That looked like the perfect job for me. Looking back as an adult on that child, I understand how my commitment to nature was built on a solid foundation from an early age. My home was an abusive one where I never felt safe, but any time I retreated to my apple tree, the arborvitae hedge, or my thicket, I felt safe. Nature, for me, was where you went to escape from humans, to spend time with wild creatures, be they house sparrows, squirrels, snakes, insects, or earthworms. Paying attention to those friendly little creatures gave me a visceral urge to protect them. Most of the ornithologists, naturalists, and birders I know had childhoods more like Bob Hinkle's, with at least some genuine wildness in their lives. Most were exposed to field guides, adults who could answer some of their questions, and places to go where you could actually see a salamander, and where the sounds of traffic and sirens and airplanes and jets didn't constantly fill the air. But what I had as a child was enough, and enough is as good as a feast. It wasn't until I was in high school that I ever camped outdoors, thanks to some science field trips to the Porcupine Mountains in Michigan, Pierre Marquette State Park in southern Illinois, and the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. None of the teachers along on those trips knew anything about birds. When I took college biology, we spent half the term looking at microscopic creatures and memorizing Latin names, and spent barely a week on mammals and birds at the very end of the term, never learning the proper English or Latin names for backyard squirrels, sparrows, or even those tussock moth caterpillars. Sometimes I wonder about all the cool birds I might have seen had I known how to look, and I've occasionally found myself grieving for the long years before I'd learned how to know the birds. But then I remember the intense joy I felt in Bob Hinkle's class. Those other students who already knew all the common critters took them for granted in a way I still cannot. Thanks to those long hours outdoors when I was seven, I already knew how to love tiny critters. When the floodgates finally opened and I was introduced to many more animals, big and small, my heart and soul swelled to encompass each and every one. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.